0: what is going on everybody this is Candler english here with training ground garage talks this is a space where we have open discussions about what it means to be a christ-centered man in today's world and we're so pumped to have you here with us let's dive in Hey, what's going on guys? This is Candler English with TG Garage Talks. I'm here today with Mr. Corey Smith and Mr. Lee Hollis. Good evening. And special guest, uh, Christine Smith. Extra special guest. Extra special guest, Corey's wife. Yeah, thanks for being on. So yeah, we're kind of here. We kind of brought Christine in to kind of give us almost a woman's perspective on Mm -hmm. romantic relationships um, Mm -hmm. and specifically kind of like dudes coming out of TG Um, and you know, like a lot of dudes obviously step into, you know, they have all this kind of like arsenal of gear, um, emotionally and otherwise. Um, and so they get into relationships and there can be a lot of good things, but also a lot of bad things. Um, so yeah, Christine, I mean, we were even, you know, talking earlier this morning and kind of just like touching on some of this stuff, but, um, I don't know, I guess we could start off with just like asking like, what, what are some... Of the kind of, I don't know, red flags, I guess you see guys kind of stepping into or even just like couples around the house to stop by and that kind of thing. Like,
1: Good question. Thank you. (laughs) Um, I I think that probably at the root of it, I see identity crisis Mm. where the guys don't know their role in the relationship and how Mm. to interact with the woman. And so they kind of take a... Subservient role to the woman, and they let them lead because they want to keep peace and want to be accepted. And so it is interesting to see the guys in the training ground perspective when they're going through the program and they're walking out their masculinity, but then they get into a relationship with a woman and they're, they operate completely differently and they're a different person.
0: Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's like a good piece, like the whole. Like, keeping the peace part, because I've even found that. Like, you know, you step into this new thing, and you don't want to, like, mess it up. You know, there's almost so much pressure, like, coming out of it.
2: Um, I I think the guys are learning so much in the meantime. Like, Mm -hmm. we're evaluating family, and we're, like, how do they grow up, and all this stuff. And, you know, they're bringing that into this conversation. And, uh, yeah, it's like a hotbed of (laughs) conversation for relationships and even... Mm -hmm. Um, like a lot of guys that come to the program, if they're in a relationship, they don't leave with that same relationship. Uh, right. You know, it's a, it's a huge challenge. Yeah. And shift. And I'm
3: sure there's a bunch of alumni out there right now that are sweating it thinking, oh my gosh, are they going to talk about me post TG? <laughs> um, you know, and we actually, you know, there's a lot of relationships we see that are hugely successful, um, after TG. And, you know, there are other ones that, you know, you kind of leave the program a different person. So it's. It's interesting how you kind of, you know, Christine's talking about identity. You bring a different identity to the relationship post-TG. And now there's a lot of people out there that are thinking about going through TG that are in a relationship right now going, <laughs> oh, crap. What, what is this going to make me do? You know, how is this going to make me change in my, you know, my current uh, relationship? So, um, but, you know, Christine, let's, let's talk a little bit about like, you know, I mean, I, we wrote some stuff on the board here. We we're talking about... How you know guys step into you know you were talking about identity. What what about this idea of control? Like, what are some mm-hmm. red flags you've seen in kind of girlfriends post TG in terms of you know um, this whole idea of a woman kind of being in control or not in control or mm-hmm. or learning how to kind of to allow themselves to be led? I know I know this is like a this is a slippery slope, but you know what, what words would you have? in terms of kind of speaking to relationships in, in that context?
1: Good question. Um, well, I, my perspective might be different than others, but I kind of feel like there's a crisis globally of how men and women relate to one another. And what I see is somehow women have, the, the culture is telling them that they don't have any value unless they have control,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and they're leading, mm-hmm. but that's not actually the role that God gave them. That's mm-hmm. That's been distorted by our culture and our world perspective right now. So I think the guys kind of get beat up. Um, they get confident and masculine, and I don't know if I can say that but in the program, so? but then when they go back out into the world, they have to deal with that. With that concept of how Men and women relate now So I've sure. heard guys say I tried to open a girl door for a girl And the girl just kind of blew me off And gave me a dirty look When he was actually trying to be respectful And yeah. do something nice for a girl Like the guys can't do anything nice for girls anymore Because there's a spirit of offense In our mm. world If you step out of line of the world perspective yeah. So if a man tries to step into his identity As a man Of who God wants him to be It can often be he can often be rejected. So I think I see men kind of making themselves smaller because they're not sure if what they do is going to be accepted or Mm. not. And then it puts all the control in the woman's hands. Mm. And that's not where it's supposed to be. Like, guys are supposed to operate out of their identity in in Christ and not operate whether they're accepted or rejected by a woman. Yeah. Yeah. It's a short version, I guess. Yeah. That's what I see anyways.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, I can even kind of, you know, like have some testament to that of like being in a relationship pretty recently. And it's like I, um, yeah, you kind of hit those little like walls and you're like, man, like, did I like what I learned in TG or at least what I was operating out of? Like, was that good? Because it can often like... You know, you can have even if unspoken, there's still that tension and that conflict of like, OK, you know, I want to lead. But like, again, yeah, it's, it's such a kind of like almost tumultuous time to step into, I think, like godly masculinity and also godly femininity. You know, it's like those two. Yeah, it almost only works healthily and well when those two paradigms are operating and like, True. you know, that that biblical foundation. So it's interesting. interesting.
2: I was thinking when Jen Myers has spoken in the past and just really encouraged the guys to fail forward. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. fail trying. Don't just sit back, but fail trying. And I think that's kind of what you refer to as like a guy has to at least try to lead. Or, you know. And, mm-hmm. and I think, uh, uh, in my understanding, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think a woman respects that. And, and, and just the man being involved and taking the risk is huge. Mm.
1: An unfearful woman. Yeah. Respects that.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say more about that. What is yeah, it? Yeah, what's yeah. the what's the unfearful that distinction. Woman? Yeah. <laughs> I want to know. That's, that's good.
1: <laughs> well, if I think back to the garden, mm. the man and the woman were in the garden and the serpent presented the apple. And Eve didn't feel like God was providing all that she needed. She felt like she had He's not providing all I need. I've got to take it into my own hands. Mm-hmm. I've got to be my own provider, my own protector. I'm taking this under my own hands, and I'm gonna even bring Adam with me. And then Adam was in a position where he didn't step up and say, Eve, this is wrong. He right. she didn't she didn't step into her role of trusting the Lord to provide, and he stepped out of his role of. Leading her and saying, we can trust God. He'll provide. You don't need to take the apple. Mm -hmm. So that just like, that's the first place for me where fear entered. But I feel like that plays out now in women. If we don't trust that um, we are provided for by God, um, then we place undue pressure on men um, to come through for us. And that's where we don't give them mm-hmm. the space to fail forward. Yeah. We're afraid for them to fail because then we won't get what we need. Mm,
0: right. Wow, so if there's that all that sense. pressure.
1: So if, the, so if a TG guy finds a woman that isn't afraid, she will let him be mm-hmm. himself and be in that process mm. of yeah. failing forward and figuring it out. Right. With the safety of her not failing.
2: Right. And it's so refreshing too to see, I mean, Obviously, we're very invested with our, with our guys and we care about them a lot. But it's when you like what you were saying, a woman that is kind of confident and settled in herself, which is allows him to grow. And that's and really I mean, I love that. Mm. I, I, I've said many times that our guys find really good women. And I, and I think that's really true. But uh, the guys have a heart language and are able to speak to their own development and their, their wounding. Uh, and then the, the woman that knows what health looks like is drawn to that as well, mm. you know, uh, and allows him to to blossom in, in his own way. Um, so it's reciprocal, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm.
3: Yeah. And I think there's probably also like a, you know, Christine, you were talking earlier today about, you know, we were like, well, you know, let's talk about red flags. And you were like, well, each situation is different. In other words, the discernment that you bring you know, kind of to the, to the relationship in terms of kind of how you see a woman, you know, we talked about, you know, control being an issue, but also we kind of talked a a little bit about kind of the physicality of a relationship. In other Mm -hmm. words, like what, how, you know, are there public displays of affection, you know, are there kind of isolated, like does a, does a guy, you know, with a girl isolate in terms of even their physical relationship and so you know, what, what would you say in terms of... I mean, when we've talked about this, like, um, the, the idea of, like, well, uh, you know, how is a woman honored in a, the physical part of a relationship? And that, it, it is kind of an awkward place to kind of go in terms of conversation, but it's certainly relevant, you know, with our alumni as guys kind of date and then get engaged and then get married. You know, we're a part of that proce- that whole process... You know, Christine, what would you what, what words would you offer in terms of physicality? Like if you know, and this could be a like a this could be a, a woman listening to this podcast, it could be a young man listening to this podcast, you know, it's obviously kind of we're treading on like, you know, kind of sacred ground, but it certainly needs to be a part of the conversation. How can a young man honor a woman physically in, in their relationship?
1: Don't touch her.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Tell the snore. Yeah. What does that mean? Does that mean don't touch her emotionally, physically? Like, what, look, yeah. It sounds like
2: physicality I... means something different to a woman than it yes. does to a guy. Yes. Okay.
3: Well, let us into the let us into the perspective.
1: So this is like a two hour talk. I, I know. <laughs> Twenty minutes.
3: I know. Well, so, let's just let's just dip our toe in the water.
1: So. A, uh, So I feel at the root of all of this is an orphan spirit in people's lives. Mm, Like men didn't get what they needed from their fathers. Women didn't get what they need from their mothers and vice versa. Mm. So when that is operating, I'm just going to speak from the woman's perspective. If a woman has an orphan spirit, then she is trying to get love and identity and acceptance from the man which is not where God intended her to get it. Mm. He intended the man. I mean, if we go back to the word love her like Christ kind of like church. Yeah. church. Yeah. Um so lots of women these days are physical because they are they think that that's what men want and that's how they're going to get love.
2: Mm. Okay.
1: So a man could honor a woman by Offering love that is not in that way. Um, like getting to know her and who she is, and like Jan Meyer says, being a student of her, mm. getting to know her story. Um, but that's probably very hard for men these days because probably the majority of women aren't operating outside of that orphan spirit. So they are looking for the physical. Right. There's probably so much before talking about the physical for me. Great, right, um, then let's
3: go there. What's like, that? What is what is before the physical? It
1: just all goes back to identity for me. So, so um, it all goes back to identity and it all goes back to I just feel like all of us have had a lot of misunderstanding with men and women.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, like, if we look at the verse women submit to men or wives submit to your husband if you go back to the original Hebrew it's not submit because English isn't translated correctly to Hebrew and it's actually a woman be tenderly devoted to your husband that's totally different than submit Hmm. so our culture right now is very offended by the submit women aren't as valuable I have to show my value so that's why women are rising up and being controlling and physical and they're completely out of the identity that God had for them with a man. Mm. So if the if the man operated in his identity of loving the woman and the woman identi- operated in her identity of being tenderly devoted to him and trusting his leading, I don't think there would be the physical problems that we have now. Wow. Because women are doing things to get love in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then men's the leadership of men are being shut is being shut down right which then if you add a family that's very difficult for children because it's a matriarchal home which god never intended and it you can't benefit the it's not performance but you can't benefit the full blessings of god from the word if you're not operating in the way that god set it up wow so
0: yeah
3: i like that So tell me, tell us more about if that's the start, like, right, if we're talking about male-female relationship, and we've kind of hinted at some post-TG stuff, um, and even kind of, you know, we're in the midst of the community here where we have, you know, lots of guys that are dating and engage and, you know, a a lot of even TG here that are are married. Um, You know, the question, if, if that's where we went off track in the beginning, how does that impact other parts of the relationship that you've seen?
1: Well, it becomes a power play relationship, I think. Right. It's who has the most power. Mm. And can I get my needs met from you? And I got to, I can't trust. It takes trust totally out of the relationship. Mm. It takes um, honor. It takes, um, I'm, I'm for you out of relationships. It kind of is like, a, I'm going to make sure I survive and I make sure I don't go down here. So, I see more competition in those relationships okay. rather than the man and the woman trusting and blessing each other.
0: Got it. I have something. What, yeah. Um. like, okay, so, like, say, you know, obviously, I think TG does a great job in allowing us as men to kind of grow in this. Like, what, like, like into, when I say in this, I mean, like, in our biblical identity, Um. like, I mean, I think I asked you this like at some point in the summer, but I was like, how do you, how do we find girls like that have like, you know, that are operating in this? Like, I don't know. What are some like, I guess just like, you know, you don't, I don't know, you don't. there's like you I guess just in my mind there's like you know these Amish girls up in the hills and then there's like (laughs) these like night walking (laughs) chicks or whatever it's like like how like what are some I guess key components to like look for in the early onset of relationship and in terms of for guys looking for good
1: question I think there's two things yeah one like God gave us instruction manual for life. Mm. So if there's a woman that goes, you know what, I've done it all, whatever, done the bar scene, done the college scene. Yeah, And now I really want to follow what God has said in his word. Mm. Or if she starts out there, if she was raised in a family that she followed the word, he really has the best and best plan. Mm. If you find a woman who is in the word, she will operate how God intends her to. Because for me... Won't go into it, but like I discovered that later in life. And then when I read the word, I was like, oh my gosh, mm. I have been operating wrong with Corey. Like the word will show you where you're not lined up mm-hmm. and it'll show you how far you are from walking in your identity. So I felt I had to go back and repent. Like I am not being the woman that I'm reading about and I have got to change. So one is if there's a woman in the word, cause you cannot deny it. If you read the Word, you cannot operate In an orphan spirit, you cannot operate controlling a man Hmm. because in the word, I mean, an example today, this is not my gift to speak and (laughs) you're going to laugh. You're going to laugh, but it was the word that brought me here today because Hmm. my flesh didn't want to speak. And in the story of Esther, um, and, and in, several other places in the Bible, Like it just convicted me. I need to be here. Wow. Um, The second one is um, she has to have probably looked at her story Mm. because if she doesn't look at her story, she's going to operate in the brokenness of her family Mm. and not just in all. All families are broken. There's even if there's a good family, there's brokenness in it. Mm. And so if she's looked at her story, then she's going to be mindful of how she's operating in the relationship rather than just expecting you to come through for her every day. That's
2: That's huge. That's quotable. Yeah, (laughs) literally. (laughs) Like if you haven't looked at your story, you're going to operate in the brokenness of your family. Yeah. That's huge. Mm
0: -hmm. And
2: if you're ungrounded in the word, you're not going to operate in the identity that we're called to. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: If you don't know what God says, then you can't walk in it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's so hard. I mean, I forget who the speaker was, but uh, she showed a clip from a TED Talk and the lady speaking on the TED Talk basically said that today a woman has to dress like a prostitute to be seen mm. or risk being completely uh, like dissolved. Mm. Oh, gosh, you know, like precise. Yeah, like, like to be seen or not seen, you have to dress like a prostitute. And so as far as an identity goes, like if you're a godly woman trying to be godly... And wanting to be seen. And the culture is so around relationships and the desperation. you got to get married. you got to find the right man. Like that wrestling. I'm feeling the wrestling match that you're talking about. Like do I be who I am or do I be something else to get noticed? Or do I operate in a godly way and biblical manner? You know. Mm. Um, yeah.
1: So I would say to that that if she needs to be seen, she has an orphan spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because she isn't convinced of the love that God has for her and that that is enough. Mm-hmm. That she has to right. do more to get the attention of others right. to, get, to get love.
2: If she's not okay without the attention, she's not okay.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. I've said that about guys and some of the guys that have dated that, you know, like, if you're not okay without this woman, mm. you're not okay Anyway, Yeah. Like you need to be at a place where you're OK within yourself mm-hmm. that you don't need somebody to rescue you or, you know. Yeah. And you can hold you on value. to it loosely. Yeah. 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 Sure. Absolutely. So we're going to stop our conversation
0: here and conclude part one. Join us next week and we will continue on with part two. Hey, guys, thank you so much for joining us for TG Garage Talks. We are currently accepting applications for Training Ground Colorado 2022 and Training Ground Chattanooga 2022. Now, guys, I cannot begin to tell you how life-changing Training Ground has been for me. So if anything we've talked about in this episode or in other episodes have stirred anything in your heart, um, please, man, look into coming out with us. It's going to be a blast, and we can't wait to have you. You can find us at www.trainingground.com and you can also find us on Instagram at traininggroundcolorado as well as traininggroundchattanooga well until next time guys this has been Candler English with Training Ground Garage Talks see you soon